Hey guys, welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 68. Hope we're all having a fantastic, probably start to the week. Uh, I think I'll release this, I'm recording it on Friday. I think I'll release it on, on Monday. Nice Monday morning walk for you guys or an evening walk or whatever that it is whenever that you guys are listening. Thank you so much for, for tuning in as always. So we are on a a bit of a, a role with uh, body parts at the moment. So we've kind of touched on glute development last week. We touched on backs. We touched on chest. And now we're going to run through arms. So this week's podcast is all going to be about how to grow enormous arms. So try to think of something that kind of is like alliteration, like enormous arms or Arnie's arms or something like that. But just came up with the came up with enormous at the very end. So before we even jump into that today. Just a bit of an update on me and everything that's going on. So in the the last podcast we would have done, I think that was the one right before we started our 12-week transformation challenge. So this week, this month, excuse me, or this challenge has been absolutely fantastic in terms of uh, participants. This has actually over doubled um, the amount of total applicants for this challenge compared to the last one. And I really feel at the moment like I just have such a nice and and great team that I'm working with. You know, everyone is on the same wavelength. Everyone's at a, at a good level who's all kind of putting everything into this challenge, really starting out. Every, really starting, excuse me, this year on the front foot, um, which I'm hugely grateful for. You know, I have that, those moments from from time to time, and I really look through all the the clients on the team now at the moment, and say we have a really really strong kind of community and culture now at the moment which I'm incredibly grateful for. We're also going to be doing a, if anyone is listening to this, who is in Melbourne, who is a client of mine, and we are going to run a team JCC um, kind of team meetup day and training session. This time we're going to do upper body together, which is going to be really cool. We're probably going to do that actually on February 9th. I think it's going to be on March 9th by the looks. Um, And then in terms of me and my own training as well, um, definitely getting back towards some positive and productive sessions. You guys might have known that I had a slipped disc in my neck. Um, which wasn't too comfortable for quite some time. But I think that it's now after a CT injection, a couple of weeks now ago at this stage, um, it's starting to really improve, which is great really overall. Um, I do think that the main thing that I've kind of pulled out is actually golf. I think hitting into the ground, you know, rotating the torso has been kind of negative towards my recovery process. So I think that removing that has definitely helped, which is a bitter pill to swallow. As all of you guys will know, I absolutely love golf. But for the time, getting back in some really good productive sessions, which is always very, very nice. Anyway, getting back to today's episode. So obviously on the arms, don't need to tell all of you guys that we obviously have a tricep and a bicep. So rather than doing separate ep- uh, excuse me, episodes, let's do them all together. So when we're trying to make up an arm, you know, a thick, dense, wide arm, the tricep is going to have a much larger percentage of that tricep three, bicep Two, okay, so it's in the name for us. So when we're trying to like, you know, I think that a lot of clients say, I want to fill out a t-shirt, you know, that's the, the kind of the phrase that they'll use. The tricep is going to have a really large percentage in that. Okay, so tricep definitely needs to be hit um, across the week at maybe a slightly higher frequency as well or a slightly higher volume, but particularly getting some really good challenging work to the tricep itself, okay? And when we break down the, the tricep, we'll, we'll really have three kind of patterns, I would call it. One is going to be the first one and probably the most important for me going forward would be a, a compound movement. Okay. With a tricep compared to bicep, I believe we can load in a much, much higher, have a much higher loading capacity. Something like a tricep driven dip. This can be body weight. You guys might have some machines in your gym. You know, Hammer Strength does great ones. Cybex do a great one as well. 
Prime do a great one, but a kind of a dip machine um, would be fantastic. Or you can also use then a, a body weight dip on like a dip bar that you guys might have if it's attached to the pull-up bar or if it's kind of a separate entity in the gym itself. So a dip would be a great one for that. You can kind of change the way that you, um, what to say, uh, bias triceps towards chest in a, a dip. Um, being more kind of lent over in a dip is going to probably bias a little bit more pec development. Being a little bit more upright and rigid in nature is going to bias the tricep. But at the end of the day, what I'd like to try and say with both of these exercises, which we're going to discuss, are going to be if it hits a little bit extra chest, so be it, you know, it's just about loading capacity, you're going to be loading your triceps regardless, you can make small changes to kind of hit that internal feel a bit better, and build a better mind to muscle connection, but I always like to try and have some sort of, of compound work in there itself. So, a dip is one. The second is going to be like a close grip press itself. Um, something like, you know, on a Smith machine is fantastic. If you have dodgy elbows like myself, uh, something like a dumbbell hammer press can be really, really useful as well um, to, to bias a little bit more elbow flexion. So the reason why we have it slightly closer together is going to be that we can get the angle of the elbow more acute. So when we touch the forearm off the bicep, if we all do that together now, you get, that's called elbow flexion, where you're making that angle of the elbow really acute. The more that we can do that and do that and then extend the elbow from there uh, through the press, it's going to bias the triceps. Okay. So that would be my, my first one for you guys is to try and get some sort of compound in there um, across the week. Okay. And that's going to be a dip or a close grip press itself. Okay. Then we'll move into some more isolation work. And there's two strict um, and specific isolation patterns that I think that would be important to train. The exercise selection that you can choose to do that is completely up to you and what feels most comfortable. The first one is going to be keeping the shoulder in extension. Okay, and we're going to really simplify this. If you place, if you just have a relaxed arms, okay, and the arms are hanging down by the pocket, okay, that shoulder and the hands are hanging down by the pocket. That is shoulder extension. You put your hands up towards the ceiling. You're now in shoulder flexion. Okay, so the first one is going to be shoulder extension, where we have the sh think about the shoulders being a relaxed position with the hands at the pocket. Any tricep press down of choice is going to train the sh the um, the tricep in that shoulder flexed position. Okay and really biases the shortened position of the tricep. So if we do like, let's say for instance, a even like an easy bar, you know, tricep pushdown, my kind of three favorite ones would be an across body tricep extension. If you are kind of unsure what any of these exercises are, I'm actually saying them with the exact terminology that I will write in my exercise video library, which is available for all of you guys on YouTube. And also in my uh, private member site as well, excuse me, not the private member site the uh, free community group, which all of you guys can join. And I'm going to hit, leave a link for in the bio of this uh, description, excuse me, of the podcast. And I have a full like video exercise run through of body parts where you can go into triceps and these will all be in here itself. Okay. But the main one, main ones are going to be an across body tricep extension. So keeping the shoulder in the same place and extending down to the floor. You can also do this unilaterally with a cable, which I really enjoy myself, or a dual rope tricep extension. You might see this done single rope, which is absolutely okay, by the, by the way. From a profile perspective and just overall mechanics-wise, you're going to get a much better um, you know, ability to produce more force through the triceps with a dual rope where it's slightly wider in nature. And particularly for you guys who are like uh, guys and girls who are slightly wider in terms of the shoulder girdle, the wider you are, almost the more of a dual rope that you will you will need. Okay, so that's going to be the the one uh, isolation is shoulder extension work. 
The second one then is going to be shoulder flexion work. So anything, like we said, just above head or bringing hands closer towards the ceiling, okay? This can be done in a couple of variations. One is going to be like, you know, I'm sure the, the one comes to your mind, a skull crusher, you know, a cable skull crusher, uh, an easy bar skull crusher, a dumbbell skull crusher. I, I love a cable easy bar skull crusher. That's great. Um, a dual rope overhead tricep extension is another big favorite of mine if you have the shoulder mobility to do so. A unilateral overhead extension where the cable runs like down, down your neck almost and you extend it above into the ceiling. And another one which I've actually just put up on my Instagram page recently was the over-the-shoulder tricep extension. So you're getting your elbow or you're getting your arm into shoulder flexion and extending the elbow from there really nice. And you can provide a little bit of stability with the opposite hand under the elbow as well to, to, to create a bit more force production. So if I were you guys and I was trying to build some really big, thick, dense triceps, I would be adding a compound movement pattern, close compress or dip. I'd be adding a shoulder extension tricep exercise, a press down of choice, and something overhead as well. Particularly the, you know, I think the isolations particularly, you get a lot of tricep work from, if you have lots of pressing in your uh, in your push days or your body days, maybe not as much need for the compound work. But if you're, you know, time is of the essence and you have like a lower, um, what would I say, uh, volume in your press days, in your in your uh, push days, maybe this might be useful if triceps are, are a big area that you want to try and bring up. But I think trying to get those three things in would be really beneficial overall, okay? When it comes to biceps, okay, it's slightly different in nature. We will not be chasing any, you know, compound movement, six repper bicep curls. I would heavily advise us not doing that for sure. For most of us, and I actually really want to make a post about this, so I'll try and do that soon. When using a barbell, for most of us, is not optimal from a training the biceps, okay? The reason for that is is for alignment. Now, I, I could try and explain this a little bit more over podcasts and, and through the mic here. I think the best thing would be visual. So I'm, I'm, try, I'm not going to go into too much detail. I will put up a post um, ASAP. And if any of you guys aren't following me, just follow me on Josh Cowan Conditioning on Instagram. and I'll put it up there itself, okay? But what I'm trying to say is that because the, the arm path runs out in. So if you just relax the arms with the palms facing in front of you, knuckles facing behind you, you'll see that your arm path from your shoulder down to your your hand is, is slightly turned outwards. Okay. And when you curl up, then it goes out to in. But a barbell only works up and down. So you actually can't create a perfect profile with a barbell. Now some of you guys get amazing contractions with this. You have no elbow pain. For me, the old, the old uh, granddad with elbow pain, okay, I can't do this or I literally won't be able to train upper body for a week after. So I stay away from that because it's, it's, it's not ideal from an alignment perspective. What is ideal is using um, unilateral profiles or, or cables particularly, okay? So let's run through a couple of them. One is going to be in the shoulder extended position, which you discussed before. That's when the hands are down by the pocket, okay? And, and the almost like the elbows are behind the torso in this one. So we're going to go into even even more elbow um, uh, or shoulder extension, excuse me. So the one that you'll often see me do is going to be with a cable. And this is going to be called like a low cable curl, low cable pulley curl, whatever that you like to call it. You, you have the cable stacked, not at the very, very bottom, but about three or four notches up something around kind of knee height you grab each cable stack okay and you walk out from the the cable so a, a narrow cable stack for that matter with two d handles and then you 
curl from there, okay? Now the key to these patterns that I'm gonna say is gonna be the elbow must be behind the torso at all stages. So when you stretch and lengthen, we're in that shoulder extended position where you're stretching the bicep towards the, the bottom. So where you extend the, the hand down towards the cable stack and fully lengthen the bicep, it's behind the torso. And when you contract it, it stays behind the torso. If you look this up on YouTube again, Josh Cowan, exercise tutorial, low cable curl, you will see that there with a really good kind of visual of what that looks like. What people do wrong is they start with the elbow behind and as they contract, they pull the elbows forward where you need to keep them behind to train the bicep in that more lengthened shoulder extended position. You can do this bilaterally with two cables or you can do this unilaterally with one cable, okay? If you don't have a narrow cable stack or you don't have a cable machine, a nice alternative to this is, is going to be an incline dumbbell curl. So imagine you have a 45 degree or 60 degree incline bench. Let's go 60 degree. You sit on it. You're facing into the mirror in front of you or, or away from the, the bench itself. And you let the dumbbells hang down directly into the floor. Okay, so there should be a straight line going from your, your uh, shoulder down towards your wrist and the dumbbell because you're just letting these relax uh, with, with gravity is pulling the dumbbell down, so it should be directly under the shoulder, okay? As you curl, the same thing applies, okay? That you keep the elbow behind the torso, okay? As you curl, so when you come up, your elbow is still behind the midline of your body. As you come down, it stays there. You don't allow the elbow to come forward as you're curling. Again, dumbbell incline curl, Josh Cowan exercise tutorial, okay? Both these are going to train the bicep in a more lengthened position, in a shoulder extended position. And then as you move to more shoulder flex position, this is gonna train the bicep in a different way, okay? Any preacher curl variation of choice is, is what I would advise here, okay? You can even train, like again, like I said, you don't, there's no need to not do an easy bar, easy bar cable bicep curl, something that I program, Jim, and it's a great exercise, it's bilateral, it takes much less time and some clients love it, but for me, I can't do that. So I'll train in a shoulder flex position, but it's always gonna be unilateral. And with this one, then I will just be a unilateral preacher curl of choice. I have, uh, I'm very lucky in the fact that we have three, kind of four, five different preacher curl variations, six, I think, actually. We have a machine, a prime machine. We have uh, uh, like a pin loader machine. We have a plate loader machine from Hammer Strength. We have another pin loaded uh, unilateral machine, then as well. You know, you can all, those are all great options. If you don't have any of those, it's no problem. You can go to a preacher curl station, okay, where you have like the easy bars, but you just do a dumbbell unilateral variation. Or if you're really stuck and you don't have that at all, what you can do is make like a 60 or 70 degree bench, okay? And then you simply place the like the top of the bench into the armpit and let the elbow sit on the top of the bench. And you just created then the, the, um, the preacher curl station then for yourself. Other options for this is gonna be doing that in a cable. So you can do the bench into the cable stack and do a, a preacher curl variation from there. Um, and that would be the main, main ones that I would run with. The other one that you could potentially do is gonna be the hand supported curl, which I actually quite like as well. And um, where you just simply have cable stack at the bottom, you place your left hand under your right elbow and you just create that stability for you. So you're just almost creating a, a preacher curl station with your, your left arm then. And you place that under the elbow. Again, that's all gonna be in the Josh Cowan uh, YouTube tutorials and um, for you to have a look at itself, okay? So that's going to be arm training 101. We have three patterns for tricep, a compound, shoulder extended exercise, a press down, a shoulder flex position, like an overhead extension. 
bicep work, then ideally more unilateral things, or, or you can do bilateral variations with cables because you can line that up from out to in, just like the um, the low cable curl. Um, and then also in a shoulder flex position, some sort of preacher curl variation. With all of those five exercises, I believe you have every single um, kind of I dotted and T crossed in terms of arm development. You progress that over time and you will grow some arms okay, and be in a surplus, by the way. The last thing and the kind of little key cue to, to arms. I get messages every single week. Josh, I'm not progressing this. Josh, I'm not progressing this every single week, but I'm not progressing this comparatively to my leg press, you know? Think how small everyone's bicep is comparatively to our legs, our glutes, our hamstrings, our lats. Those are all going to progress. All those other exercise, all those other body parts are going to progress way quicker than any arms will. My advice to you is to chase contraction, chase execution, chase like the perfect rep rather than always chasing load. Because if you keep chasing load, those are the guys in the gym that I see, you know, picking up a 17 or 20 kilo dumbbell, swinging it around the place and they don't gain a single, it's like millimeter onto their biceps every single year. If you look, I would say that my arms are quite well, well, definitely were before this injury quite well developed. I do four working sets and have only done, by the way, for probably four years, four working sets of biceps a week and four triceps. No compounds, no nothing, just pushdowns, two pushdowns, two overheads, um, one shoulder, one, one uh, low cable curl and one preacher curl. That's it. Four working sets a week of, of bicep and four sets of tricep. That's it. Now, if you actually look at the my loading, I wouldn't say I'm really strong at bicep or tricep at all. But then you say, how, how, how have you grown your arms so much? Look how accurate I am. I'm holding in the shortened position, making it really hard. I'm holding in the lengthened position. My eccentrics are, are really, really, really slow. It's the perfect rep every single time. And I learned a lot of that, you know, trying to bring that forward into my other, my, my leg training, my, you know, my hamstring training, my quad training, my, my, my chest training, where the weaker body parts that I'm trying to bring up are the ones where I train a little bit quicker with a little bit less accuracy. This doesn't mean you have to be, you know, doing 15 second eccentrics and having no load, my load, I'm trained to absolute failure. My, my biceps bursting off the bone, but it's really controlled because I know with an isolation exercise that, that has low loading capacity, you need to be even more accurate with your, with your sets. Okay. So hopefully you found this useful guys. And um, if you guys have any other questions off the back of this, please let me know. Final point I wanted to make was, albeit that the challenge is um, over for the applications for this year, um, and looking forward to the next one already, there is the door open for one-to-one -one online coaching as well. So it's going to be slightly higher in terms of the value for the challenge overall with a little bit more you know, from the, the check-in process and the feedback overall, so the highest level of value you can imagine. Anyone that is looking to or doing currently an improvement phase, if that's a you know dieting phase for summer of 2024, which is only around the corner for all of you guys and girls back home, photo shoot preps, bodybuilding preps, whatever the goal is, I have a uh, coaching um, uh, option and tier for all of you guys. If that was something that you wanted to do and you wanted to have a chat about it, I can drop a link in below for you to apply for coaching. And at the very end, then you'll see a, a link to, to book in a free call with myself, a consultation call, and we can kind of chat through where you're at the moment, where you want to try to get to, and how can we build the roadmap for success to achieve your goal. Other than that, guys, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Hopefully to hear you or see you on the call and, uh, and we'll go from there.